Hey Sam. <laughs> hey Nathan. <laughs> I'm I apologize for my dejected attitude right now. <laughs> We've just spent the last 30, 45 Seven, minutes. 37 freaking th- minutes. 37 minutes trying to get simple things going in terms of audio. Like I was saying the the last time we tried to start talking. This is why whenever I read articles that are like, AI is going to take over the world, self-driving cars are going to be here within five years, I'm like, you know what? I still can't have a simple conversation that's recorded on both ends in less than 30 (laughs) seconds uh, startup time. And I I swear to God, I just had to sit down and troubleshoot my Wi-Fi printer the other day for like 45 minutes before I finally got it printing again, because it was working why, at one point. Why it's is like, it that printers are this like, is 2016, things should print always. I shouldn't have to do always. anything. I, I should be print. able to hit one button on my printer uh, to get it on Wi-Fi, two buttons to like sync it to the router, and mm-hmm. then it should just print from yep. any device at any time, any any document I want in any way that I want. <laughs> you should be able to access it from anywhere. Indonesia. You should be able to act to access your printer at home because it's on Wi-Fi. When Wi-Fi still doesn't work reliably enough to have a simple video conference, um, either from my end or yours, and we each have to like plug directly into Ethernet or hotspot or, or cell phones like which is what i'm doing and you're doing respectively we're we're still a ways out from computers taking over the world i'm sorry (laughs) it's not happening anytime soon is this that that photo you posted yesterday of like 450 gigs or something of data downloaded in the last whatever since your last reset of your phone Mm, yeah maybe this is maybe this is part of it yeah no i think i've had a hotspot before like this and yeah it's definitely uh it i don't know yeah yeah by the way i switched to t-mobile did you no mm-hmm. t-mobile is amazing it's the coverage is not as good but it's so coverage when you do sucks. have a signal it's freaking fast it's way yep. faster and actually the coverage is comparable to at&t now but you're coming what from verizon no from at&t oh, okay. it's it's pretty bad i would say it's pretty bad but it's worth it because abby found this like awesome deal where if we got more than three people on one line then uh sorry on one plan then we all pay like 30 bucks so it's like free basically oh, that's amazing it's cheap yeah cheap. t-mobile has definitely got some good uh, pioneering perspectives with their plans and their coverage and you know i use them for international roaming uh i always end up paying for the extra data which is very expensive because i can't deal with 2g speeds but if you if you're happy with 2g speeds yeah you can freaking get international roaming for free which is incredible yeah isn't that because t-mobile is like a is it a german company or something i believe it is yeah but uh i'm not really sure if that's why they're able to pull that off perhaps perhaps But, um, yeah, I, we were just discussing, I literally can't even remember when we did our last podcast. It was so long ago. People probably thought we've given up on it. <laughs> yep. We haven't. We're back. Yeah, we're we back put, in full force. We've talked about it every few days. Like, hey, we need to podcast. Hey, we need to podcast. It's just that time of year that it's like, there's yeah, just I mean, so many weddings and yeah, I've been shooting every weekend and every week also, um, and just driving back and forth from Richmond to DC, a bunch to shoot and do yep. family stuff it's just been crazy sounds right and it's hard enough to get 
this going with the reliable internet connection at home whenever I'm on the road. I made a list. Since our last podcast, I've been to North Carolina, Mexico, New York City twice, Amsterdam, Belgium, Scotland, New Jersey, Seattle, Minnesota, and New Zealand. <laughs> yeah. That's so, quite a schedule. Yeah. It's, uh, I'm going to a few more places the next I've also weeks. been to Jersey. Nice. Since the last podcast. Yeah, I've, I've been twice. I was there yesterday. <laughs> and you know where else I was yesterday? Minnesota. Oh, I forgot really? Florida. I was in Florida on was Wednesday say. for a few hours to shoot a session. Yeah, how did that go? <laughs> that was awesome. You had to bail on band practice to do yeah, that Yeah, I was basically covering for someone else. And uh, it, 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 it was, oh, actually, this is a great story. It was supposed to be simple, simple little detour on my way to Minnesota. Um, but what happened was uh, all of Southwest Airlines um, servers, or like they had a critical failure with one of their system routers or something like that. And uh, did you see this in the news? I saw something about Southwest, but I think it was like a promotion. No. Well, sort of. They're giving everybody like a 50% discount because ah, on Wednesday, on Wednesday afternoon, uh, like every single flight in their system was basically delayed or canceled. Um, <laughs> I Whoa. So here's the story. So I flew out to Florida and I was supposed to leave from to shoot a session with like a four or five hour layover. And then I was going to leave from Florida to go to uh, Minnesota because I needed to be there anyway. And they were all like nice, direct, almost direct flights. So it was going to be really easy. I get to Florida, 30 minutes delay. And I figure, oh, you know, getting out of Baltimore, I figure it was just a weather thing. Like whatever. Florida has crazy weather. Get there, shoot the session, get back to the airport in time. Everything's hunky-dory, except that I see that my flight is uh, delayed an hour. So I'm like, okay, I can actually have some time to eat. So I get, get a bite, come back. My my flight's delayed two hours. I'm like, oh, oh, all right, well, it's delayed. I see, I look up using FlightAware, which is a fantastic app, uh, to see the inbound plane, to aware. see where it's leaving from, to just make sure the plane that I'm going to be on is in the air from wherever it's coming from. It's coming from Indianapolis, and it was in the air. So I was like, okay, well, the plane's coming. Uh, it left a little late, so that must be the problem. Three hours delay. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> they start canceling flights left and right. I start Googling what the heck is going on, and it's not weather. It, it's a system issue on their end that they have wow. really no – they have to, like, reboot everything, and they're checking people in for flights that are leaving by hand, like, with just, like, writing down people's boarding pass information and stuff. Wow. It's crazy. And so I okay. – So I finally – the, the funny thing is, my flight that I'm going to be on is stopping in Atlanta on the way to Minneapolis, and uh, I stay on the same physical plane. They pick up more people in Atlanta, and then we're supposed to go on to Minneapolis, right? That's the, that's the idea. So they okay. have, even though it's the same plane, they have two different cities and two different flight numbers on the board. And eventually they say, okay, Atlanta flight is canceled. And I'm like, oh, shit, that probably means my flight's canceled because it was supposed to be the second leg of that same Atlanta flight. So I get in this line, mm -hmm. I'm talking hundreds of people deep, like huge, huge line, wow. waiting, 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 waiting. I am the next person up to go like ask this question. Okay. Well, if they hadn't said anything about Minneapolis. It's already been three hours delayed. Is it also canceled? Like the Atlanta one. And, uh, um, just before I get up to go ask that question, uh, they make an announcement. Hey, uh, boarding for flight blah 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 to Minneapolis gate blah 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 right next to me and I look over and there's it's no one there. 
yeah and it's my flight it is my flight but there's nobody there and i and i kind of like okay well i get out of the line and i go wander over to it and it's just me standing there and i'm then i see some guy come out of the gate he's like are you going to minneapolis i'm like yep he's like all right get on i'm like what i'm the only one he's like yeah well get on so i get on and then i'm telling you i'm one of three people on the entire plane and we fly we fly direct into minneapolis there's more crew than there are passengers i'm dead serious me one other dude like my age an old lady and then like a middle-aged woman and um we for real just uh yeah had the plane to ourselves they just sliced um the atlanta leg out of it i guess and and i and i got there like 10 minutes later than i was supposed to <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. what yeah it was incredible so crazy it was so awesome so yeah southwest was dealing with that for days and days and days and i'm i'm really fortunate that i left when i did because i had a, a legit wedding to shoot in minneapolis that they were telling people when i was at the airport on wednesday that they may not get to their destinations until friday um, whoa yeah just intense uh so yeah that was a pretty interesting yeah, I haven't had issues like that with travel in a long time, if if ever that that bad. So yeah, what you probably saw was now Flight West is trying to make it up to people with a right. uh, solid fifty percent off your next uh, Southwest flight discount. Yeah, Stuff I mean like they that. can't they can't offer free flights. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting, but um, yeah. Anyways, that was exciting and fun in my life. Uh, Dude, that is crazy. Yeah, yeah. And then, oh man, and then the wedding that I ended up shooting on Saturday was amazing couple, awesome family. It was a sister of, of, a, of another bride whose wedding I photographed last year. So it was like, I kind of knew everybody, which is always the, like the best feeling, but it just nice. was torrential downpour, like the entire day. <laughs> it was oh, crazy. Man. And it's supposed to be like an outdoor barn wedding. So yeah. Bit where of did, a, where did the ceremony end up taking place? Uh, they just did it in the barn where the reception the was. So they cool. just kind of had everybody crowd around and just watch from, it was like a two story barn. It actually was. I bet that was really great. cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was cool. And it's intimate and nice. Just a lot more limited in terms of photos that you could take. But like Dude. I tell people at my workshops, I do tend to get kind of, uh, excited when I'm the only, or not, not when I'm the only, but when, when it rains, because you know it gives me the opportunity to kind of shoot anywhere i want no questions asked because the yep. couple isn't going to be wondering why i'm shooting in like this dark closet instead of in, you know outdoors in the beautiful fields and stuff when it's pouring rain outside i can shoot anywhere and mm-hmm. you know now i have a whole collection of images that look a lot different than any other photographer that's had amazing weather um yep so yeah works out in the end but uh yeah just pretty intense dude I actually was faced with a somewhat similar uh, scenario this past weekend. So, like, I guess a little backstory is, like, the last time we were planning on doing a podcast, we were planning on just calling it, like, the one about what we did last weekend or something. Because at one point we had shot, like, both of us were shooting, like, two weddings. Two in triples? A, like, yeah. a two, two double, or, like, a, a double each. Um Anyway, so kind of going along with that theme, this weekend I uh, shot a gay Indian wedding, um, which was really interesting um, and really fun, and just like totally, totally a different experience than I've than I've ever had. Because it at one point it was, you know, I mean it's an Indian wedding, so there was um, 
lots of Indian people there. It was like big for a what I guess what I'm trying to say is there was only 170 people there, I think. Um, <laughs> but it was st- it still felt huge, and there was lots of like you know posed photos, like a standard, you know, like any other Indian standard wedding. Standard Indian, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, it, this Indian guy was marrying a a white guy, and so there was like it was just this really interesting dynamic of of like white people and Indian people, and it was great um, and great vibe. But the entire wedding. The ceremony and the reception were all at, um, a like a a breakfast. I guess well, it's a it's a, kind of like a brunch restaurant in the middle of DC in Chinatown, and mm. it was awesome. Um, but the ceremony itself took place in this really weird, like long, uh, horizontally long room. So, a hundred and seventy people crowded into a very tiny room. Oh, that's, and that's tricky. They, and so, and I was, because it was like not, there was no depth to the room really at all. It was just kind of like this long conference room. And instead of putting them at the, like the, at the end of like a long part of the room, they just put, they put them right in the center of the room. So I had like about three or four feet to work with so <laughs> nice. i i was just you know i was it was crazy i was like shooting at 24 and um it was just sometimes really narrow, cool. narrowness can really work well narrowness in terms of just getting really intimate feeling shots but yeah sometimes and, it's and also just very limiting in terms of your actual mobility mobility exactly and, <laughs> and the mobility mo- to, to get anywhere yeah, yeah the mobility was the issue because i just have had to like keep like squirming like right around them to like yeah. get like a different angle and then i and then that's like, when it sucks when it like really you have yeah. to be, you have to be uh, a distraction to to move anytime you move but yeah at the same time like of course people sitting there seeing that must understand that yeah okay yeah this is a tight space compared to being like really in the way when it's a beautiful outdoor ceremony with infinite move movement and space to be in yeah so, yeah well, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. What did you uh, did you shoot a wedding this past weekend or? Yeah, that was the one. In oh, that was that one. Okay, Minnesota. gotcha. Yep, 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 yep. So that's cool. It's been good. Um, side note: I'm also running the uh, new iOS 10 beta and the new Watch beta, and both of them are pretty fantastic. That's really, awesome. really excited for any Apple users out there. Uh, you will enjoy the new the new features the speed of the watch is now where it should have been at launch i think and yeah that's awesome that they were able to make those improvements and the betas are already like super super stable the one i'm running now is almost like no glitches it's i would say it's ready to it could ship and people would be happy so it just doesn't have all the features that are still going to be in it because they're rolling them rolling them out uh slowly yeah i you yeah you gave me a well actually i guess it's it's an open beta but i i haven't installed it on my phone but um but i saw it on yours and i, I liked it i liked what yeah. i saw yeah it's pretty great i've been impressed but not that we have to get all geeky on people um speaking of technology though uh i have pre-ordered the hustle have you read about this one the hustle uh yeah the mirrorless, mirrorless medium format camera yeah yep 
Yeah, I don't, it looks awesome. I don't plan on keeping it because the body plus the one lens that I'm getting with it is eleven thousand dollars. So it's just very probably expensive. Probably not going to keep it, but I want to try it. Does it does seem like it kind of has it all, though. It does. Yeah, very promising. The sensor is one that's been out and used in other cameras, medium format cameras, but uh, you know it's got their own algorithms and modifications um, to interpret the data, and it's. Uh, now a mirrorless body so it's way more compact and convenient and a lot more features in terms of like your live view and stuff like that Mm -hmm. it's pretty exciting yeah i think yeah i'm really interested to see that thing in action yeah and just see the file it's only two frames per second so it's not like they made any huge improvements on that end but uh what what is the megapixel size on that thing i think it's 50 50 48 or something yeah it's up there it's a lot way more than i would ever want to shoot a whole wedding on but um yeah maybe just for portraits or engagement sessions who knows nice so when i ordered it it was supposed it said shipping would be like july 29th so like potentially this week but when i look on the website now it says like end of august so i don't know if that's um shipping time globally for everybody or just if you order now that's where you are on the list that's my assumption is that gotcha. now the shipping my shipping date will hopefully still be this week but if you happen to go be interested and order it now you'll probably be waiting an extra month or two due to supply constraints but i'm excited i always love just having new cameras to uh kind of reset and reload my creative because you know you shoot differently based on the cameras you're using Absolutely. I, I do, at least, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. in fact, um, I was hanging out yesterday with, uh, with Abby, uh, as a married couple does, and uh, we were just hanging, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we were just chilling, and she was like, I want to be a photographer, too, and I was like, okay. So she took some photos of her dad, and, and we were editing them together, and um, we just were kind of coming up. don't be a husband and wife team. Don't no, that's not going to happen. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. Um, this is probably one of one of Abby's things where she's like, you know, d- try something new for like a day, and then we'll see what oh, happens. Oh, and then it stops. Um, yeah. But um, anyway, see, uh, yeah. So we we kind of worked on some new editing techniques and stuff. So I'm I'm kind of like relooking, of course, like relooking at my processing all over oh, again. Oh, and it's no. just like I'm like, why am I doing this again? But it it's just awesome. I I love like messing with my processing. So. Oh, that's good. It's, if it's yeah. not something that, because a lot of no. people they they re they revisit or they're just never quite happy with their processing, and it is a weight on them, and it's a debilitating creative roadblock, which really yeah. sucks. But I've thankfully not really felt that in many many years. Um, yeah, I mean, but I know a lot of photographers I, do, so it's cool if you're excited and and, and like. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I kind of always kind of feel like my processing is still just always a little bit in flux. And I just feel like every six months or a year, I find some either like slightly new tone curve or like slightly tweaked shadow setting that I like really like or, you know, something like that. And I'm like, dang it, why haven't I been doing this since day one? So I just like update my portfolio. Yeah, you know, somebody was asking me that question recently, and I didn't quite know how to answer other than just hopefully your clients trust you with the, they booked a client like 18 months 
before their wedding and now their processing has changed quite significantly uh not and and some somewhat their style overall but mostly their processing so the files are just definitely going to look different than uh, yeah i mean that's cool and everything but i just don't think that's a big deal it's probably better I said that too. I was like, if anything, you've probably evolved for the better. And, you know, if you just uh, maybe know and be willing to, if they, if they come back with, this is what I told the person, like if, if they come back with like, uh, oh, you know, these look a lot different than we were expecting. Um, just read it with your old processing that one. I was going to say, you know, yeah, you problem can, solved. Yeah. Lightroom six is very flexible about that. You can go to older processes. Um, and yeah, just, just, yeah, just click, uh, what is it? Um, process version. Yeah, go into process version and under camera calibration, and you can, you can edit like it's 1999 if you want. <laughs> just kidding. 2002. Yeah, they, they go back to those. Uh, even the, for the camera profiles or something? Mm-hmm. Like process, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, under camera calibration, you can mess with, um, if, you, if you select 2002 Lightroom version or whatever, yeah. you can, um, you can edit with like highlight and recovery and and all that weird stuff that didn't actually make any sense mm-hmm. um until they and then they finally changed it to like shadows blacks whites and highlights right. but it's pretty fun uh I, I there was one there's one image that i was trying to re-edit from like 2011 um that like looked cool in 2011 i was trying to update it with current settings and make it look even cooler and i couldn't i was like i was Mm. like i i can't make this i I was like i actually like the 2002 process on this image better so well i know a lot of people that that, like are still lightroom three or four because of that because they you know when they actually did change the algorithms and stuff a bit they were unhappy with those changes so and Um, i can understand because that recovery slider was it recover i think it was recovering one other thing was like baller and i loved it and when they changed it i because they they changed it from remember it used to be like a zero setting and then you could tweak yes. upwards yeah, yeah they, and they, now it's a it's a unity setting and you can and you can shift down or up yep yeah um, it's really and it's it was so a funny. big change yeah it's such a For different me, way I was of like, thinking I, too it's like you have to almost reset your brain entirely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but. Um, but anyway, Lightroom has always uh, impressed me in some ways and disappointed me in many others. So. Yep. They got to look out. They got to look out. I feel like uh, they haven't been innovating enough. And no. somebody's, somebody's Visco or somebody is going to launch something and, and t- just blow them out of the water. Especially in terms of... Um, just like processing speed, I feel like not, and I don't mean just like editing processing. I mean like import rendering Mm. of standard and smart previews. It still to me just takes forever. Yeah. And I just feel like there's some optimizations that could be made. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's the thing. Even if, if you can, at the end of the day, I'm pretty happy with my ability to edit quickly, but it does require this whole 
annoying process of rendering smart previews standard previews like waiting overnight basically for it to do its thing before i can edit stuff and you know not having certain built-in features that you still have to jump back into photoshop for it's like just stupid especially now that they've really changed their business model to go with the um subscription like there's no reason to force people to to still use photoshop like integrate liquify or a better clone stamp or whatever into uh into lightroom like just make it easier on people that love adobe products yeah easy um hang tight real quick pause i think somebody's at my door hang tight sorry about that uh what were we what were we talking about gave me a chance to go make a cappuccino in new zealand uh i discovered that i really like cappuccinos with just a little bit of cinnamon on top Mm. so i don't know if that's a thing that's done in the u.s but i don't think that it is and so put some thank you new zealand yeah nice yeah just like cinnamon top of the phone or on top of the foam sorry i like adding cinnamon to cereal yeah you don't drink coffee do you no, but I am planning on throwing down on some tea later because I'm feeling pretty tired and <laughs> yeah. I need some caffeine. I hear you. Yeah, yeah, me too, man. I have uh, like so much to do today. It's annoying. I've got three weddings due. Whew. I've got one, one wedding due this week and then actually by the end of the week it'll be two. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. And I'm... Yeah, yeah. It's that time of year. What do you what do you do to stay fresh, Nathan? What what is your stay fresh? Well, you got to take a shower. Um, I do shower markedly less than than normal. Uh, you that's, have that's to true. shower. I, I, you do have to shower. Uh, Not every day. Refreshing. Did um, I mention that we're all, throughout all of this craziness? Uh, we've been redoing the master bathroom, so like half the house, it's like a bomb went off. It was just stuff everywhere, and we can't sleep in our bedroom. We have to sleep in a twin size bed. <laughs> Or maybe it's a full. I think it's a full. It's not even a queen. So, yeah. Don't you guys <laughs> that, that sleep doesn't in a loft? Sleep. Uh, we had, but but that is oh, where too, when we slept in the loft where we had the master, there. where we, it is very hot right now. And that's where we had the master bedroom oh, and, gotcha. or the master bed itself, the king's eyes. Uh, that is now in the bedroom that's being renovated. And um, yeah, problematic uh, because it's covered in dust. <laughs> So, not not able to sleep or move it up to the loft right now, but it's all good. That's, yeah, that's cool. It's so, just, in order to stay fresh, you got to first of all, you have to really go into every shoot. And this is something I do every time I go into a wedding. But it just it just when you're really doing a lot of them in a row, yeah. it helps to keep it in mind to just always think like how can i do this differently how can i shoot this differently um and just never really settle for uh never really settle for yeah for what you you currently are doing um and because the the fool is the one that stops innovating when or you know stops moving when they think they've arrived um and said that i don't know i'm just did you say that yeah, I'm just well I'm I'm just saying that that to me. I mean there's many many great philosophers have said a similar thing. Mm. Um but I I mean I guess in terms of wedding photography 
there's always somebody that's better than you. There's always somebody that's doing, that's working harder than you are. Um, and to think that you are that person is foolish. Yes, and, I agree. And so if, and the moment, the moment you think that is the moment you stop innovating and somebody overtakes you if you are on top for some reason. Um, so anyway, all that like weird that. philosophy to say is just, I'm just trying to do things differently. Um, you have to remember that it's it's their their first time as as well. You, you've mm-hmm. done this hundreds of times, but that particular couple that you're photographing, yeah, this is their first or second time if it's their wedding day. <laughs> uh, <with laughs> Hopefully, you, not more than that. With you photographing them, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, even if even if they have been <laughs> photographed before by another photographer, sure. this is their first time being photographed by you, and uh, in theory, um, or you know, it's it's very few times, and and that's important because that's something yeah. to be excited about no matter how many weddings you have in a row um yeah it's something that's good to keep in mind uh, you actually reminded me that uh, one of the things that rolled out uh in our little hiatus during our hiatus it was the uh instagram did you get a flag to enable instagram as a business for your yes instagram? Yeah. and uh, i think i mentioned this on the show but um abby is in total command of my instagram i don't really do much with it and she oh. just keeps trying all these new things so she, she was like nathan they have the new business thing and i was like oh yeah sam was talking about that so yeah. she ran a couple of ads um yeah a couple of sponsored posts and they're doing okay yeah i'm not seeing what it's gonna do for me i haven't noticed like a huge uptick in followers i don't think directly from that and because when you do a sponsored post it duplicates uh, your post it doesn't actually right. boost the post that's in your feed oh really and give you more interaction it mm. creates a secondary one that you see and you can monitor the interaction on but it's not like you see that uh, as a then permanent thing in your feed that like oh this photo got a huge amount of likes because I boosted it it's like no you really only get brand awareness and interaction from the people that that copy of that picture it makes basically just a completely secondary copy of that that photo that you promote and it's its own post that gotcha. once you stop promoting is no longer viewable <laughs> i'm guessing that's so. probably like a sh- maybe that's easier for them to code or something but that seems no, lame to me that must be done with some some intention it's different though than facebook where if you boost a post on facebook that is the post is that gets post, boosted yeah. and the interaction and stuff that happens on that is maintained and seen even after the boost stops it's there in your feed and that's what it is so it's weird um i really think that yeah that, that indicates that it really only is useful for for um, if you do it in a way that encourages people to follow you, maybe in your caption or something like that, then mm-hmm. then that has some value. But otherwise, I think a very limited return for, yeah. your, for your money. We'll see. I mean, we uh, did. She did. Like, we did a couple of like five dollar yeah. like, boosts and. I, got, I forgot I to think mention five clicks. I don't know. Yeah, I forgot to mention that you, the other difference is that in that ad that you now have created, you can link directly to uh, a you know a website. So right which, now, if you yeah, put it, which is why awesome. now it it, pro- it it shows why they've been resistant to add links embedded in captions for just normal posts on Instagram because they want you to be to have to pay to do that when you promote a post uh, then 
like I said, they give you the ability to link directly without having to say, follow the link in my profile, which I think they'll probably forever do because that is yeah. the reason to pay for an Instagram ad. Apparently. Yeah. And direct in line links. It's silly. Yeah. I've been, I've been noticing a little bit better return on the one that links with the words learn more than the one that says book now. Oh, I could see that. Yeah, or maybe there's a watch more as well. But I think Facebook or Instagram themselves even say that learn more has like a 20% more interaction, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Gotcha. Yeah, there's an analytics app that um, we've been using called, I think it's like plus followers or something like that. Um, It's a cool, it's a very, very neat app. It might just be for the iPad. I think it's for iPhone and iPad. It's a pretty okay. neat Instagram and analytics app. Is it like the the plus symbol followers or P-L-U-S? I think so. Oh, yeah, okay. I'll check I think it out. it's like the plus I've been, symbol. There's a pay for service called Iconosquare. That is a web service. It's a website, oh, and nice. that is really really good. Really good analytics, but you have to pay. So that that's really annoying. Gotcha. But I'm just going to look this up really quick. Yeah, Iconosquare. It's really nice. No, not that. Uh, the one that I have. Yeah. Fine. I don't give a crap about Iconosquare. Yeah, I'm just, okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, anyway, the, so the, the other problem I'm having right now is that the sheer volume of photos that I've been taking, you know, it's been in 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 the realm of forty or fifty thousand in the last like month, right? It's just what, what, I don't I don't what even is this? know. I, I was just talking about the the massive amount of work that people are doing right now and myself included with just the sheer volume of work it's hard to narrow down exactly what to share on social media because yeah like i'm tempted to anything that i would put in a 15 image blog post just slowly drip each image um one at a time on something like instagram to maximize engagement instead of just yep. you know put them up on my blog and yeah i get a little bit of traffic but then it's it's over and done but i kind of feel like i i have to do that just because otherwise none of this work is ever going to get seen because it's just so much in such a short period of time i've been like posting on instagram yeah. twice twice a day and i still have you know too much <laughs> it's, it's it's hard to know yeah it on. is interesting i i've been yeah i have like a couple of times where I've been struggling figuring out, trying to figure out how do I post like a lot of one thing, because um, my my goal is to have like a lot of you know diversity and everything. But in some cases where I don't have as much to share on a given week, um, except for one wedding where I do have like a million things that I want to share. Mm. Um, I shot this amazing Jewish wedding a couple of weeks ago. I guess like four or five weeks ago. I just delivered it, mm-hmm. and. Um, and I have like a hundred like photos that I want to share and I'm going to do like a long form blog post is awesome. But you know, I kept, I kept being like, I want to, I want to Instagram all these. And Abby was like, no, we're getting like, we're only going to, you know, don't want to show too many of one thing. And then I don't know, after looking, after looking at it together, like a bunch of other people's Instagrams, we decided that it's not as big of a deal that, that it's okay to post I think it's okay to post a lot from one wedding um, or one, you know, one shoot. Yeah. If you want. Um, That's it's, been my approach. It's fine. It's just, you don't want to look like you can't shoot. You don't have enough to post where you're just posting one thing all the time. One, you know, from one shoot all the time. But 
if you got something to post, I say post it. Yeah, yeah. And if it's a really strong standalone image, then uh, that's my only qualification. <laughs> you know, the so. other thing, too, and this is something that has been bugging me for a while. I have not been blogging in, like, forever. I just am going to – I need to hop back on the blog train. But it is Same. just – Same. I have, like, it's six – I, I, yeah. I probably have – no, I probably have ten things that I need to blog, like, now, especially since I moved to Richmond – um so yeah to try and get some of that seo and interaction exactly. for those keywords yeah it's tough and so, man i'm i'm the same boat and i'm not practicing what i preach like i tell people all the time that like yeah it's easy to get lazy about blogging because social media is where you see the majority of your interaction but right still to this day my website traffic it is the top two pages are the blog and the portfolio yeah and <laughs> the that's two things that like i haven't updated in god yeah. knows how long yeah I, it's interesting too. I'm I'm loving um, SEO Edge. I don't know. I, did you? I, you may have turned me on to this. Uh, Sam. Oh, the app that tra- tracks your Google keywords yes, via it's like impartial. Amazing. Yeah, it is really good. And yeah, uh, I've SEO noticed Edge. that I've already started to rank in Richmond, which is cool. Even though I feel like I haven't done much other than like ask for a couple of backlinks I've, here I've and there. Been, I've been repeatedly impressed with Squarespace. I, I don't use it, but. Uh, yeah. most people Squarespace that I know that use good. Squarespace rank, um, without, with minimal effort, I think, uh, as far as how the, how to structure their keywords. And, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't think that I've been, I haven't been too diligent on individual photos, like keywording and tagging individual photos. I think they're still kind of a jumbly URL mess, mm. um, in terms of individual photos, but everything else on the site, I've just like slammed with like Richmond wedding photographer seems to be doing the trick um because i went from not ranking at all to 40 in like a few short months so still still working my way up well done sir Mm -hmm. well done but all that to say i feel like if i blogged (laughs) some of these richmond shoots that i've been doing uh might i might increase that rank a little bit i just Yeah, and then and then the sucks. hungry, the hungry, eager photographers that are like only been doing this a year or two, like they're blogging every shoot. Yep, they're blogging and everything com- coming up quick. Like that's you gotta you gotta not get lazy. Yeah, well, one of the fa- most my most favorite things. Uh, I, there's a few things th- in the first few years of my career that I like stick out to me. One sentence phrases or whatever that I had in conversation with random photographers. And one of those few things is something Jeff Newsom told me that was like. If you look around uh, the industry, you'll see that the it's as simple as this. After about four or five years, photographers get lazy, yep. and that's the difference in their work is they get they just get lazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, you're right. Yep. Funnily enough, Jeff hasn't blogged all year. I was but. I was literally <laughs> just about to say that. Yeah. Um, I remember like a couple of months ago, I saw on Jeff's page he was like, "Should I start blogging again?" Hmm, or something like that. And I just, it gave me, it actually was inspiring to me because it made me realize that in order to be a really, really great photographer like Jeff Newsom, like sometimes you can have like off months and you can forget to blog for like my case, like probably five or six months and like you can still hop back on and and do some of the best work of your career. So I'm excited to start blocking again yeah no it's super important but um just 
yeah, it's easy to get bored of it. I mean, especially when you get like a really good portfolio and you're just like, you know, I, you could probably think to yourself, I could book weddings off this portfolio for like the next five years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, this is like my style. This is, these are my favorite images. I continue to work like this. Why do I need to do new, sh- share new work? But like when somebody's looking at spending thousands and thousands of dollars to hire you, they want to see that you're still like really active and can do a good consistent collection of photos um, from, from one shoot to the next and not just the best ones for social media and whatnot. So, right. um, and it helps you like self curate and really think in terms of that uh, uh, curation as you're shooting. And uh, overall, I just think it makes you a better photographer. But uh, and it's, it's I would easy say, to start only shooting for, for like the one awesome Facebook image, <laughs> right? And be like, yeah, the rest is all. They'll be, they'll be fine. All the other images the clients will like. But I've got my one Facebook image. I, I can stop trying now. You know, <laughs> that's, that's not a good way to think. Right. I was so. going to say it, it as... I guess what I'm, it pays to have a humble attitude about what you're doing and say, okay, yes, I need to be shooting for a portfolio. Yes, I need to be like making sure that I can blog these, that I can show them. But at the end of the day, you are still providing a service to your clients and you need to keep their needs ahead of your own Mm -hmm. um, as much as you are able to. Um, and in, in the cases where you get a really crappy wedding, where <laughs> you have to put your needs ahead of, you know, ahead, like you have to try to get whatever you can. Um, mm. Even then, I'm still reminded of Fair's presentation from CDC or CDC CPC uh, a while ago, um, mm. where he basically said like some sometimes you're shooting. And you're doing the best work ever. And sometimes you're a prostitute. <laughs> you're just like, <laughs> and he showed this image of like these two like Mexican, like this couple that just was like an older couple. And it's just like this lame straight on photo. And it still sticks with me that like, sometimes you're going to get a wedding that you can't do much with. And that's okay because they need you to take their photos. <laughs> yeah. Um, Honestly, this Indian wedding that I shot last weekend, like, don't have too much in the way of portraits. I've got some good moments, but I'll, and I'll, for most of this, it's kind of a a lot of pose shots, a lot of sitting around, hanging out at tables and things like that, which aren't really blog-worthy, aren't really photo-worthy, but at the same time, I know that I've done something really awesome for them, and they're going to have some great photos of their friends and family um, yeah. celebrating their great day, so. Yeah. I guess can't really can't really complain too much <laughs> no absolutely i totally totally agree uh, for me it's it's mostly these days just about being physically capable enough to keep up like i am yeah like, like you probably gonna take a nap today <laughs> just because <laughs> i'm so tired yes dude. <clears throat> dude time zone changes due to the five hours of driving i did yesterday <laughs> it's like uh so tired Yes, and it's, like, so hot that, like, I just kind of wanted to just go home. After the wedding on Saturday, which I think was, like, 104 degrees or something like that outside, Ooh. I just, nice. yeah, I, I shot the wedding. Oh, that was another awesome thing about that wedding. It started at, the coverage started at 9.30 and ended at 3. I was out the mm. door at 3 p.m., and I was like, oh, my God. 
That's I have a so whole day. Awesome. <laughs> I can do whatever I want. I went home and slept for two straight hours. <laughs> oh, I awesome. love it. Well done. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I had a strange thing. Uh, the, I did a wedding up in Seattle over the weekend of July 4th, and it was a the second wedding of this couple. Okay. And um, <clears throat> I had photographed them literally four years ago, 2012. Uh, he's in the military, and they, they needed to get married for some reason related to that. And uh, they did a small, small ceremony at the Jefferson Monument. Okay. And uh, Memorial, Monument. Do you know the difference? Is Memorial somebody that, a group of people that died, and a monument is one person, I think? Is that the difference? Memorial? No, because there's a Jefferson Memorial. It's just one person. Well, it is Jefferson Memorial. It's not yeah. Jefferson Monument? No. Okay. But it's Washington the Monument, Jefferson Memorial. Or maybe it's the other way. It is Washington Monument? Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe, maybe a memorial is a statue of a person, and a monument is uh, like a shape, like a thing. That's true. That could be, because it's Lincoln Luther Memorial, King. too. What about the MLK? Is that a memo- That's a memorial, isn't it? Yeah. MLK I think Memorial. Monument. Yep, and then it's uh, the RDF Monument. Clearly, this podcast is answering all the questions. (laughs) If somebody knows, um, visit us at theepicpodcast.com and and sign in on the comments for this episode. Let (laughs) let us know there's a memorial and a monument, even though we do have the power of all human knowledge at our fingertips. uh, I'm too lazy to Google it. Yeah, we're not going to do that. I'm also afraid I might kill kill our internet connection. But... I yeah, I'm not touching four, it. four years ago, and uh, and and I, I will never forget that it was just like heat index of 110 degrees, like well, in Seattle. No, in DC. Oh, okay. Uh, but now they live in Seattle, so I went up to Seattle and shot it uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, but <clears throat> it was an amazing experience shooting a wedding in Seattle. It was literally on a Christmas tree farm. Like the venue was a Christmas Dude, tree farm in the mountains of Seattle. Seattle is so lame. And, and, I, and I discovered, though, because what, what is difficult about shooting in Seattle is that, at least when I was there, I'd set something up and it would look really beautiful. And then the BD would move to another another spot. It, incredibly beautiful, but not as beautiful as the shot that I had because of the clouds or something mm-hmm. in the, and, and something would change. It's just like, well. I guess I have to go and relocate to this other beautiful spot. <laughs> that was the only <laughs> downside to shooting in Seattle. Um, was it that is there were gorgeous too many out beautiful there. places to photograph. Yeah, it, it really is. I just couldn't believe it. <clears throat> um, yeah. And just the overall attitudes of people, I think, on, on West Coast s- states, in West Coast states, is, is generally more easygoing and uh, sort of accepting of whatever comes their way, which is nice. Yeah. Now, Actually, visiting Seattle for a little while, I hated it. But yeah, I remember that. Yeah. That's just me. You, you However, didn't like the I did. culture, the hipster culture, yeah. Or I'm not sure if it was even. That. I don't think it's called. I don't think I would call it hipster culture. I would call. No, we're not going to get into this. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> people are going to hate me, and they're going to stop listening to the podcast. Yeah. But I did do an awesome session with uh, my friend Ross and Trisha um, on Vashon Island, where they live. And mm-hmm. it was incredible. I mean, you just uh, you just can't take a bad photo out there with a sky that looks like that, where it's just yeah, it's... this beautiful overcast all the time, or just a incredible sunsets. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's very, very lucky. I did get pretty lucky a couple weeks ago. I did a wedding on the eastern shore of Maryland, which is probably, if there's any possible place to compare in terms of similarities mm-hmm. to like the Pacific Northwest, then I'd say the somewhere on the coast of the of the east 
yeah. would have to be. The eastern shore is, is maybe close, but there are no mountains. It's only maybe in the trees and the fact that there's water. <laughs> right, and there's no <laughs> and like, like, epic but, rocks and in the you yeah, know, giant boulders like in the water and stuff. But we did get an amazing storm that came through mid-wedding, mm-hmm. and then it cleared right at sunset with just the most beautiful, full yeah. and complete double rainbow. Um, unfortunately, I was in the middle of like a suburb, so there was no way to photograph the full rainbow without getting houses and just right. ugly suburbia in it. But I got a pretty cool photo I was happy with, with just a solid rainbow. It was great. Yeah, I like uh, that shot. I saw that. Oh, thanks. Thanks. Yeah. You're welcome. pretty good. Um, in other news, uh, Jeff is going to, are you going to come to his workshop? Jeff's uh, coming yeah, I haven't, here. I haven't signed up yet. I, okay. I think there's still a spot or two left, but yeah, I'm definitely going. Oh, you are good. Yeah. I'm yeah it's going to be at my house here in uh, oh, nice. September. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm for sure going to do that unless somebody hears this first and takes my spot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We need to hit up Jeff for some sponsorship m- money. Yeah. yeah. Hey, throw, throw some at us. Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, please. So anyway, well, I should probably head out. I've got a lot to do today. Sounds good. We're going to have actual topics and more concise things to talk about in yeah. the future. But Including for now, hopefully a, a, a fun, just a good, a fun episode coming up where we'll, well, we won't say what it is yet, but it should be fun. Yes. And, sir. um, so what are you up to this weekend? This wow. Week? Most of these episodes have over 3000 plays now mm. on, uh, that's just and soundcloud that's right just on soundcloud place yeah that's really fantastic thanks for listening still everybody. trending upward yeah i'm trying to see which one has the most plays other than the first episode because that's just because it's the first the one about workflows has the most plays how boring while we're while we're <laughs> i thought that would actually bore people to death that's hilarious i thought the workflow was pretty good yeah it's interesting it's just like the one about gear um as the second to most hmm. which i also thought wouldn't do well this is really fascinating the one that has the least plays is the most recent one the one about workshops and conferences no okay. that's like that's a couple of episodes old yeah i was gonna say that wasn't our anyway so yeah. what i'm doing this week is i'm going to <laughs> sorry sorry i'm going to uh i'm leaving on wednesday to do a shoot which is your birthday by the way yeah Yay. HB. Um, so, so no band practice, huh? No, I'm leaving. Unfortunately, I'm leaving on Wednesday afternoon at like two o'clock to head over to Austin. Um, at which point, I will grab. I'll stay over at Vinny's house and then you realize grab a bus down we, to San Antonio for an all-day shoot in San Antonio, and then I'm going to spend the weekend in Austin hanging out. So this really sucks. Um, we won't be having band practice for a month then. What? I'm gone the third, tenth, and seventeenth. Um, basically, the first three Wednesdays in August. We got. So we'll figure it out. We got to figure it out. Yeah, we, we need more something. band practice than that because yes. we got to start recording ish soonish. And I'll talk to you after this podcast about that in, in just a moment. But uh, right. yeah, I am relaxing this week. It's my birthday. I've got a wedding this weekend and two shoots. So before that hits, I'm just chilling, uh, cool. editing and watching TV. So getting stuff oh, done. And I saw the you new just... Star Trek. I saw the new Star Trek. We should talk oh. about that. Yeah. Was it good? Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's got great reviews. I can't wait. Me and Vinny are going to see it in Austin, I think. Awesome. Um, I really am excited to see it 
after I heard that it was good because I didn't think it was going to be good. Yeah, still Abrams producing his his production company did the whole you know deal. yeah it's just a different director, kind of a new and upcoming up and coming director. I don't know what else he's done, but he I did Fast and Furious Seven. I mean, he oh, he did didn't well, see that. He, yeah, but I mean, I hear it got pretty good reviews. I didn't see it myself either. Yeah, I stopped watching after the second one. It's all good. But, all right, well, let's all right, say bye. well, um, bye. Thanks for listening. Okay, bye.